Are you struggling to find time for a Bible study in your busy life? Join me as I give you practical tips and strategies for carving out a space for regular Bible reading and prayer. I'll explore creative ways to make Bible study a non-negotiable part of your daily routine. Join me as I talk about how to prioritize the Word of God amidst the demands of our fast-paced lives. Welcome to the Christian Minute, where every week I dive into a topic that's relevant to the Christian faith. Join me as I explore the Bible and share personal stories of how faith has impacted our lives and how practical it can be in any given scenario. Whether you're a longtime believer or just starting your journey, my goal is to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus and live out your faith in today's world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's spend the next few minutes together. I'm your host, Anne Markey, and I can't wait to start this journey with you. We all know the importance of studying our Bible and how it can nourish our souls and bring us even closer to God. However, it can be challenging to find the time to read and study the Bible regularly. I understand the struggle of balancing work, family, and other commitments and how easy it is for our spiritual life to take a backseat. That's why I've gathered some of the best tips and strategies for creating space in your busy schedule for regular scripture reading. Whether you're a busy parent, a student, or a working professional, this episode is for you. Get ready to discover six tips and tricks to help you make time for Bible study. My first tip is to schedule Bible study. One of the best ways to make sure you actually get something done is to add it to your schedule. Whether it's first thing in the day or the last thing you do before bed or any time in between there, pick a time that you think you might have some time to read the scripture, put it in your schedule, and then try it out. Every single one of us have different days. None of us have days that look the same. So mornings might work for you, but they might not work for me. So what I suggest is to pick a time you think may work and then try it for the week. And then after a week, spend some time and evaluate to see, did that time actually work? Were you able to actually take the time out of your schedule and do it? If not, then that's a good sign that it wasn't the right time time of day, and then to go ahead and try a new time. And eventually, I promise you will find a time in your day that makes sense that you can then have that regular time and build that habit from there. The second tip I have for you is to start small. If you're struggling to find time to study the Bible, it's probably because your brain is telling you it has to be 30 minutes or let's say 15 minutes, but your brain knows that you don't have 30 minutes or you don't have 15 minutes. So then since you don't have that time, then it's not even worth starting. But if you tell yourself that you just need two minutes or five minutes, that task now seems doable and your brain's like, yes, I have time. So start with that smaller goal of just doing, let's say, two minutes or five minutes. And then you'll see that when you stop to actually do the thing that you want to do, you'll find that it's been 
10 minutes or 15 minutes. So it's kind of just a really fun way to trick your brain into helping you do the thing that you actually want to go ahead and do. And then once you've been having that small amount of time consistently, then you want to gradually increase that amount of time. So for example, if you start with five minutes and you've done that now for a couple of weeks and it's working for you, don't jump to 20 minutes, maybe jump to seven or eight, and then from eight to 10 and so on. You want those increments to be small so that you're not suddenly feeling overwhelmed with this huge chunk of time. And then each time you increase it, you want to make sure that then you're able to do that time for a couple of weeks to know that it actually works for you. Because then you will probably reach a benchmark that's like no longer working for you. And then your mind might start to think, oh, I can't do this anymore. And then you stop completely. We don't want that to happen. So increase the time gradually until you just can't increase it anymore. And then it's fine to stop. It's okay to just do 20 minutes a day, five minutes a day, two hours a day. It doesn't matter. We're all in different stages of life and each of us have a different amount of time. And so I always say it's not about the quantity of time that you have, but the quality of time. Tip number three is to find a Christian mentor. Having someone who is dedicated to helping you grow in your faith, they understand that having a relationship with the Lord is really important. That is going to help you be motivated. This mentor can give you Bible study tips, encouragement, and accountability. And this mentor can be a friend or family member who's also interested in studying the Bible. And then they make that commitment to do it with you regularly. And so that way you give each other accountability. Now, you might be sitting there and thinking, hey, Anne, that sounds wonderful, but I don't have anybody like that in my life or I don't know where to find them. I have some great news. I started a membership called the Christian Growth Hub, and this is exactly what I offer. It is a growing online Christian membership for women to help you read the Bible, understand the Bible, and then apply it to your life. And it comes with all the resources that you need to help you do all those things, including the opportunity to have weekly mentorship calls with me. And these calls are perfect if you want some guidance and support in your faith journey. During the call, I offer biblical teaching and wisdom. I share from some my personal experiences. I've been saved for more than 30 years and I've gone through quite a lot. And I don't just share the stories, but I come through it with a biblical perspective to tell you what the Lord has taught me through those things, but always through the lens of scripture. These calls are also an opportunity to discuss any current struggles you may have or questions you have about the Bible or really to dig deep about, okay, but how does that look like in my life? Because sometimes when I'm listening to a sermon, I walk away thinking, okay, that's great, but how do I do that? And so there isn't always time to have those conversations, but this is exactly what those mentorship calls are for, is to just talk through those things. And so you can go ahead and make it really personal to you. To learn more about the Christian Growth Hub, you can go to www.onedeterminedlife.com forward slash membership. You'll see the page 
all about it and you can opt in for whatever plan makes sense for you. And I'd love for you to go ahead and check that out. Tip number four is to use technology to your advantage. There are many apps, websites, and other tools that can help you make time for Bible study. So this is anything from Bible reading plans to online study groups. Technology can be a great tool to help you stay on track. And when you join the Christian Growth Hub, I give you weekly Bible study workbooks and break it down into each day. So you know exactly what to read on which day to read it. And so you don't have to do any of that guesswork. It's already laid out for you. You just need to go ahead and fill it out. Tip number five, replace an old habit for a new one. All of us have routines or we have a fallback behavior that we naturally go to when we're feeling bored. For some of us, it's cooking or cleaning or watching TV or scrolling online. These aren't necessarily evil, but they can take up a really big chunk of our day. And so we can do one of two things. We can replace one behavior for another, or we can do two things at the same time. If you're not sure which one makes sense for you, let me break it down. So the first one was to replace an old habit for a new one. So I want you to take a minute and to think about your daily life and to consider something that you do every single day. And maybe that thing that you do takes up a lot of time. So for me, I watch a lot of television. So sometimes I can watch two to four hours a day. And so instead of watching two to four hours of TV a day, I can replace some of that time with Bible reading time. Instead of three hours watching TV, maybe I'm now spending two hours watching TV and then I have more of that time that I can spend with the Lord in reading my Bible or studying. Some other examples include waking up earlier, so you're replacing sleep with Bible study. I already gave you the example of reading the Bible instead of watching TV. For my daughter, she reads all day long and she'll read novels. And so maybe some of that time is instead of reading a novel, reading the Bible. Or maybe you spend time, you spend a lot of time in the car and you're listening to music. And instead of listening to music, you can replace that music with some of that time listening to the book in audio format. So those are just a few examples of ways that you can replace one habit for another one. The second option that you have is to do two things at once. So for this to work, you need to think about something that you are already doing that you can attach Bible reading or prayer to. I'll give you two examples from my life. I check my emails about 10 times a day. And so when I was trying to figure out how I can include scripture into my day, I knew that I checked my emails every day. So I signed up for a service that sends me an email every day that gives me some Bible verses to read. So now when I go through my emails, I make sure to click that email open and I then read that verse. So it's not actually adding any more time to my day. It's just including scripture in something that I'm already doing. So it doesn't feel like an extra task 
and it doesn't feel overwhelming because I don't have to think about it. It's right there. My other example is that lately I've been working and the drive to my work takes about 20 minutes there and 20 minutes back. And I usually use that time to just listen to music and scream it out loud. And I really love that. But lately I have decided to turn the radio off and to turn my car into a prayer closet. And so my entire drive, it gives me an opportunity to pray for my husband, pray for my kids, pray for the church, anything that comes to mind. And it's now my dedicated prayer time. And so I really love it because I'm pretty good at praying throughout the day, but I find that it's more about asking God for help in that moment so I don't go crazy. And it's not necessarily laser focused on really trying to build up the people in my life. So that dedicated prayer time in the car, I can pray through all the different things, the struggles, the ups and downs, the glory, the worship, all those things. And it makes me enjoy my job so much better because I get to spend now all this time in prayer on a regular basis. And so that's just a simple way that I can just bring along you know, prayer time and something that I'm already doing. So what are those things for you? Are you going to replace one behavior for another? Or are you going to find something that you're already doing to attach Bible scripture to or pray? And so each of us, that's going to look a little bit different. And so maybe one day it is replacing an activity, but the other day it's doing it at the same time. And so it's about really trying to figure out exactly what works for you. My sixth and final tip is this make it a priority. Ultimately, the key to making time for Bible study is making it a priority. Because if you think about all the things you love, you have time to do those things. Because you say no to other things and you say yes to the things you love. And so trying to work out your schedule to have more time with the Lord, it may take some time because, you know, maybe you've said yes to a bunch of things. It's going to take time for you to be able to complete those commitments. But you can be thinking about things now and say, okay, I don't want my calendar to be this busy. So what decisions can I make in the future to give myself more space? Saying no to some things and maybe yes to other things. In all these tips, I want you to remember that the Lord loves you regardless how much time you're spending reading and how much time you're spending in prayer. As Christians, we'd like to say, hey, I spent this much time doing Bible study and it kind of feels like a competition. I know that growing up with my friends, it was like, oh, the person who spends more time with the Lord is holier. But that's all a lie. It's not about how much time we're spending with the Lord. It's how we're doing it. It's our heart and our worship and our position before God and ultimately our obedience to him. But even though God doesn't love us more or less, depending on how much time we spend with him, ultimately, if you want to hear from the Lord, if you want to gain wisdom and understanding and peace, all those things, then that comes from spending time in the word of God and doing so regularly. There are so many benefits to reading God's word, but we're not going to experience those things if we don't spend the time in it. But I want you to give yourself some grace in this, because as I said, 
how much time you spend reading the Bible is not a measure of your faith. I also want you to give yourself grace if you skip a day or a month or a year and to not let those gaps be what keeps you from starting again. That regardless of where you are in your journey, the Lord wants to spend time with you and he's given us his word to do so. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I've already talked to you about the Christian Growth Hub and it's an amazing resource to help you read the Bible, understand it, and ultimately apply it to your life so then you're living out the things that you know the Lord wants you to do. And I promise that with some planning and some commitment, you can start making that time for the things that you want to be doing. And that includes reading your Bible more often and praying regularly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate the time that you've taken to listen to this. I hope that this has been an encouragement for you. And if you have some tips that can help others spend more time with Christ, make sure to subscribe to the Christian Minute podcast and to let me know in the form on the podcast page. Thanks for joining me and I'll meet you back here in our next episode. Bye.